You're listening to the Living Inside Our podcast and I'm your host, Talks Arutari. This is episode 82. Welcome to the Living Inside Out podcast where we believe the mind is the most powerful machine on earth. Episode 82 is Tina Turner, a rock star story. Hey you, how are you doing? What have I missed? I need to explain why you are listening to a second episode 82. If you tuned in last week, you'd have heard an episode where I interviewed an entrepreneur, but then we had to take it down due to technical difficulties, but it will be published again, hopefully in the future. So I apologize for any confusion. So much on my mind. It's all good stuff, (laughs) but then we have just 25 minutes. First of all, if you haven't subscribed or rated this podcast please do so because it really helps the listenership. And I thank you because I know that you have been doing that because our listenership is growing and I'm super excited. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. I am so glad you've joined me and I hope you're here to stay because if you're not, I will hunt you down. But please share this episode with your friends and family so that they can also listen and be blessed. And if you are a regular listener, what can I say? Thank you for coming back. We are growing. I'm so excited. I thank you for spreading the word. I truly am grateful. This past week, people, I went to watch Tina Turner, the musical, and I wished I had a pause button to stop every so often and quickly scribble down a lesson from each scene. So next week, when I go to watch it for the second time, I'm going to have my pen handy, which will be a challenge because it will be dark. I can't use my phone because it's like no phones, absolutely none. But I will find a way. If I have to write in the dark, I will do that. It was my friend's birthday, Yemi, and a group of us girls celebrated with her by going to watch the production, and it was a treat for me. First of all, the talent inherent in the voices of black singers alone is unmatched. The actress that played Tina was simply phenomenal. From her voice, her speaking voice, and her singing voice, to her mannerisms and everything else in between. She was just mind-blowing. I've mentioned in the past that one of my top five strengths is the appreciation of beauty and excellence. This means that I get fueled and inspired and driven in the midst of beauty and while watching people who excel in their craft. So it could be singing or dancing or running or writing anything that is, I think it tends to be creatives. So anything that's creative and beautiful and, you know, just, just excellent. You can see that a lot of work has gone into it and you can see the talent being revealed. It just wakes me up from my slumber. I don't care how low down I've been. 
it always has the effect of lifting me up and moving me sufficiently to make a positive difference in my life. So when I got the invitation to go for this event, I knew that it was going to be more than entertainment for me. Now, if you don't know what your top five strengths are, you can find out using the VIA Strengths Test Finder. And I've left a link in the show notes. It's really important. For years, I knew what mine were, but I didn't know what to do with it. And I go, okay, I thought it was just information. But later I discovered that it actually helps me to get out of a slump when I'm using any of my strengths. It's like a superpower in many ways. Now back to Tina's story, many people know her story. And when you talk about or mention the late singer, two things tend to come to mind when you hear her name. The first is rock and roll, female rock artist, rock star music. And the second is an abusive marriage. If you don't know about her story, here's the 30 second version. Tina met Ike Turner at 17. He found out she had a voice and he promptly pulled her into his band. He was a singer as well and a guitar player and he had his own band. I think it was called Ike. I can't remember what the band was. But their relationship started out like brother and sister. He was, according to her, like a big brother. But then people thought they were together dating and it didn't help when he changed her name from Anna May, her birth name, to Tina and then the band became Ike and Tina Turner. So he said, hey, the natural thing to do is to get married. I'm sure that's the order in which it happened. Not that it matters because in her words, she fell in love with him. They got married and before long, he began to beat, as we say in Nigeria, the living daylights out of her. She worked incredibly hard and One day after a very public fight, she left him. She didn't leave him because of the fight. She left because she'd had enough. And so that's the background. By this time, she was in her 40s and she had, would you believe, 36 cents to her name. And then she got divorced. Then she starts working in hotels as the performance for the night. Something that up and coming artists did. In fact, when you think of cabaret, you don't really think of up and coming. You think of up and done. So one of the parts that got to me was that at this juncture, she was now looking to cut a record deal on her own. And the producers kept shoving her into a particular genre of music. And she didn't want to do it. They knew her as Ike and Tina. They didn't know her as her on her own. And they only associated her with the music they'd always played. So she didn't want to go back in that direction. She was trying to break out and just do her own thing. Even though she and her ex had scored many hits. You know, the day I watched this, I think it was on Wednesday. I tell you, for the next 48 hours, Proud Mary kept playing in the background of everything I did. Not that I was actually playing it. It was just in my head. I just kept playing it over and over, listening to it rather, virtually listening to it, not even in real life listening to it. But she had, they had some hits, but she was adamant. And I believe it's because when she was with Ike, she tried several times to, to 
upgrade their music and say, listen, we can do something more, we can do better. But he was a, a slave driver and he wouldn't have her deviate from what he wanted her to do. So I don't know if you do this, <laughs> but when I get my head into something, when I'm learning something new, I literally go down the rabbit hole. I'm sure you do. I know a lot of people do. We go down the rabbit hole of whether it's Wikipedia or YouTube or just really digging up information. So naturally, I spent the last few days watching documentaries that I've watched in the past about Tina Turner because, oh, this is good. Listen, we've been doing this whole series on pain and trials and difficulties and my mindset has flipped completely as a result of my own trials and my own challenges that have occurred over the last few months. And so now I'm seeing people in pain or people who have experienced pain in a completely different light from how I saw it previously, where in the past I would have watched the Tina Turner movie or documentary and just felt, oh my goodness, that was horrible what she went through. And all I could see, all I'd be able to see would be the pain and maybe the victory but I wouldn't see the journey and everything in between. So now that I've gone back to really study her life, I'm seeing what I didn't see previously. So I'm seeing a woman who had a gift and a desire and a vision for her life and recognized what she was capable of doing, but then her experiences and her environment, which was just filled with pain and difficulties, held her back from expressing herself in the best way that she possibly could. But she saw something in herself that would die if she didn't rescue it. And I think it's interesting that all of this was happening in her late 30s. There is something incredible that happens to us women when we hit 40. <laughs> Our tolerance for all forms of rubbish stops. I'm yet to meet any woman that does not share this sentiment. Many start considering or filing for divorce between the ages of 37 and 43. I don't have any official stats, but this is just what I have noticed. So Tina stuck to her guns and she also had the right people in her space and she eventually blew up things turned around. She said she wanted to sing rock and roll and sell out stadiums, and she did. And just today, as I was thinking about this, I thought she created a physical manifestation from an invisible reality. She pulled out something from her inside and brought it out for all of us to see and experience and enjoy on the outside. And she did this while she was going through pain. Because remember, if you have been through any form of trauma, except you get miraculously healed, the wounds remain. So although she had stopped being physically abused, she continued to bleed. And I don't say this, the fact that she was still pulling out beauty in the midst of her storm, I'm not saying that to say, hey, what a wonderful person she was for doing so and how strong she was and how talented. All of those things are true. But what I want to point out is the fact that whether you like it or not, 
you have something incredible inside of you and it is up to you to bring it out. You cannot use unsavory circumstances as an excuse for why you're not producing what you were created to produce. I know that sometimes challenging situations and pressure and difficulties bring out the best in people. Like I used Andrew Lee's story on the episode, The Mindset of an Immigrant. They had no choice and they had to work hard and fast and intently to build their business. I bet they were not planning on becoming millionaires, but they did. But here's another thing. She tried really hard to have an identity that was not linked to her ex-husband. And even after her, her success, every interviewer would still ask about him. Long after they were divorced, she'd be interviewed about her latest song or a smash hit song, top 10, regardless of the awards. And the question will always end with, do you hear from Ike or how is he or how are things or have you healed? It was doing two things to her amongst a billion other things, I'm sure. One, she really wanted her own identity not linked to her husband. And two, she did not want to keep being reminded of what she had suffered. So they put it all out in a book and it was revealed the trauma, the abuse she experienced. Everything actually inspired and transformed the lives of many. It sold 20 million copies and I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of women who have been in abusive relationships got their validation and the permission, if you like, to leave such relationships or to come to terms with where they were. Now, this is what you call a rock star story because Tina Turner took her authentic truth with its shame and regret and success and told it from the point of view of a winner. Later, the movie starring the incredibly talented Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishbourne was released and that graphic portrayal of her experience became even more exposed. But they kept on asking her about it. I want to point out a couple of things. One which I've sort of touched on, which is the fact that she was going through pain and trauma while at the same time reaching for success. We've been talking in previous episodes about building resilience, making peace with trials, tenacity on your journey, comfort being the thief of destinies. Just all of that has been shared so that we can come to this point of not seeking comfort when the going is hard. Because without you meaning to, that will then become your goal. It will become your destiny. But instead, make peace with the fact that trials are a normal part of life and you can power on despite the discomfort. Again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't take care of yourself or you should neglect yourself or be abused because, hey, Tuck says that beauty is going to come out of it. That is certainly not what I'm saying. I'm saying believe that the thing inside you cannot be damaged by the thing that's going on outside of you. Another point I want to make is the need for you to write your story in its rock star version. I rewrote mine 10 years ago and that's when the rock star story was first published in a newspaper. 
Last week, I got to speak to a group of 10 or 12 female founders for National Women's Enterprise Week, and I shared my Rockstar story. It's been 10 years, and I was inspired and reminded to reach higher, as were the women I spoke with or spoke to. So your Rockstar story helps to introduce yourself to the world without holding back any part of you. It also tells people how to treat and refer to you and then it inspires all who hear it. So it's a win-win situation for everyone. I'm going to be publishing an on-demand workshop soon. I know I keep saying soon, but if I have enough signups in the next week or two, then I will teach it live in a Zoom class instead. So if you want to know more, send me a DM or email PA Papa Alpha at tuxarotory.com. The deets are in the show notes. I want to leave you with three reasons for rewriting your story. Number one. Yesterday, I watched a heartbreaking video of an entrepreneur whose company was practically stolen from her by an investor. And this happens a lot. And then she spoke of the shame she felt at being so naive you know, when things don't work out for us the way we intended or when we have a public or measurable failure, shame quickly comes in to fill that void as you blame yourself. And it will have you hide in the part of the story that causes you to retreat. But you see, you have to bring all of you to the table. You can't pick and choose certain parts of your life or your story to bring forward because that's not your complete self and you can't function on bits and pieces of you. I don't know what emotional impact Tina Turner's book had on her, her rock star story, but I know that it helped a lot of women. I also know that it made her a tidy sum. Your story is healing and liberating, not just for you, but for all who cross your path because the world needs authentic stories. The second reason is to release confidence. Part of Tina telling her story was the decision to leave her abuser. So that decision in itself was, was also telling a story because often we stay in unsavory situations because of the story that we're telling ourselves and in her case, she'd made a promise to never leave him the way that other people had because the man was paranoid. And many women explain away the behavior of their captors and even blame themselves. Oh, it was my fault. I should have had his, I don't know, milk <laughs> ready at 2.33 a.m. the exact time he normally wants it. Or the temperature of his bath water was 0.5 degrees off. The minute Tina Turner told herself a different story, which was the opposite of, I made a promise to her, whatever that was, whatever story she told herself, that was also the first time coincidentally that she fought back. And that was when she became free. You've got to be free mentally before you can take a corresponding physical action of freedom. And so that whole process of fighting back, running away from the hotel and going into 
you know, just making that decision, I'm done. She actually said, said, I'm done. I'd had enough. And that whole action gave her the confidence to look at herself and see that she was worth more and then truly leave that old situation behind. And the third reason is to introduce you to yourself. When I rewrote my story, I read it back. <laughs> I was elated. I was on top of the world. My exact thought was, whoever this woman is that has been written about on this scrap bit of paper, I want to be her. You see, rewriting your story isn't merely about seeing things in the past in a different light or in a better light, but, but seeing the past differently will enable you to create a new future where you call the shots. In the Rockstar Story Workshop, we don't stop at, and this happened and that happened and that happened. Obviously, when we write it, we write it in a way that's uplifting. That's the main difference, right? We don't stop at the past or and we don't stop at the current. We go into the future too. And we say something like, and I'll give the example that I read that actually kickstarted this whole process for me 10 years ago. One way in which the woman's story was ended was she sleeps on her aunt's sofa. She's trying her hand at running a business and she hopes to write a book one day. And the rock star version of that is she moved halfway across the country started her own business and her new book will be out next spring. One describes accurately where this person is in life currently. The other one speaks of where they've been, where they are now and where they're decidedly headed. I don't know about you, but I prefer the rock star story. <laughs> so what's holding you back? One reason, in fact, the main reason I rewrote mine, apart from the fact that I was just constantly crying and I was in a state because I was telling myself these lies about how am I going to get out of this and, and everything negative. But I rewrote my story because someone else was going around telling their version of it. And what they said was actually true. I did lose everything, but it wasn't complete. And if my picture was going to be out there for all and sundry to gawk at, then I wanted to be the one that held the paintbrush. So I snatched the power away from this person and became the star of my own story. And they became the clerk that validated it. <laughs> you may have something you're ashamed of from the way you were raised to your family history to current life circumstances. A dear friend of mine, Tonyu Kunuga, is a survivor of adverse childhood experiences and she's going to be on this podcast as my guest very soon. Watch this space. That's a very heavy episode. Actually comes with a warning before you start listening to it, but it is also uplifting and so liberating and hopeful as well. Now, if you feel like, hmm, I like what I've been hearing <laughs> and you'd want to find out more about how 
you can evolve and start to really live from the inside out, then send me a DM or send an email to PA, Papa Alpha, at TalksArotary.com because I run a few, a handful really, of workshops and courses and you can sign up on my website or simply send an email to find out. There's links to everything in the show notes. If you want to learn more specifically about the Rockstar Story Workshop, which I would love to do it live, I think it would be great to do it live. I've done it twice, I think two or three times in the past, and it was amazing. I need you to send me a DM on social media at Tuxaroture or send an email to the email address I've mentioned like 25,000 times. <laughs> and you say that you're interested in the live version. Even if you don't want to go on the live version, there is going to be one that is on demand and always available for you to download and learn at your leisure. And the goal is that you come away with a story that you will be proud to tell and one that will open doors for you, one that will draw people to you because that's exactly what I did. If you still have not subscribed and reviewed Living Inside Out with a five-star rating, please do so on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. I do know that not all apps have this feature. And talking about features, I was re-listening to episode 60, 64 or 67, The Iceberg Theory, the other day, and I hit the speed button to speed it up a bit because I've heard it before, so I knew that I didn't need to listen to every single word. But I also know that sometimes I talk very slowly. It's not intentional. I can't even tell you why I do it and when I do it and what's triggering this very slow way of speaking. With Maybe it's just depending on the, the topic. Maybe I'm like, I need it to get into your head. I don't know what it is, but it happens. Now, you can actually speed up or slow down this or any podcast you're listening to by tapping on Apple. I think it's like a rabbit. No, I don't think it's a rabbit. It's like a thing. You just tap it and then it's, you see the it goes from tortoise to rabbit or something like that to say from slow to fast. So you can, you can adjust the speed is what I'm trying to tell you. I'll stop now. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Have a truly awesome day. And I'll talk to you soon.